Hello and welcome to the Business Powwow. I'm Quincy Dash, your host. On today's show, we have a guest that I'm pretty excited about, a friend of mine, Antwerp's very own King of Style, Peroni Mazamo. You may have seen him come across your social feed, or maybe you follow him. The tailor and entrepreneur talks to us on how he got started in the business, why it's detrimental to wear a suit in a business setting, and shares his tips on what to do if you have a limited budget and want to build a sartorial wardrobe. Without further ado, let's get straight in. Peroni Mazumo, welcome to the Business Power. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad uh, for this conversation. No problem at all. We're happy to have you. Yeah, thank you. So Peroni, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay, I'm I'm <clears throat> Massimo Pirone. I'm uh, from Italy, but I live in Belgium. Um, I was um, I came to Belgium with my parents when I was a little kid. They came here for uh, they immigrated here for work. Um, so about myself uh, is that I have a tailoring boutique in Antwerp, and I have my uh, my laboratory in Puglia in the south of Italy. So there's my laboratory with uh, with my tailors. Mm-hmm. And um, I started this business for a passion that I had. This this was, um, I think, likely ten years ago. Okay. I started it. Um, I didn't have my own lab at, at that time, but that came afterwards. So um, it's something that I had never been, of, never could have dreamed that that uh, that it that would you be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, we 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 finally made it, and and uh, we worked hard. Not not that we made it, but we realized it. So uh-huh. uh, we have to work every day. Still, we have to work hard to achieve everything we want to achieve. Wow, amazing! Yeah. So. I've noticed you use social media platforms yeah. to show your style and basically the character of the business. Yeah. So how has this helped you? Okay, um, that, that helped really, really much. Um, I'm going to tell you in the years, in the, I think 2013, 12, 13, um, mm-hmm. it was the beginning of Instagram. Mm-hmm. All, uh, all of, I, I, I began with Instagram in that period. And it was really, um, it was another algorithm and, and it gave me uh, a big exposure worldwide. Uh-huh, exactly. So, yes, going to the fair like PT Womo, using Instagram um, like, like it should be, um, that, that gave you a lot of exposure and a lot of visibility uh, around the world, not only local, but around the world, most of all. And social media is, is something that, that grew during the years more and more and more, especially Instagram. Instagram was known for the pictures, so and we used it to exposure and to tell us the story. story. The story, mm-hmm. yeah, the story we, we've been writing from, from uh, 10 years ago until now, and we keep doing that. Wow. So, yeah. So we would like to inform also the, the the followers, the fans, the customers. We we love to inform in the right way um, what is our vision about tailoring. So what I find extraordinary is because mm-hmm. tailoring is like an old school sport, you would yes. say, and the way you're uh, intertwining uh new school things like digital and like your social medias and and websites mm-hmm. and everything like that um are you using any technology now to 
to help you measure a customer or something like that, like no. an iPad or yeah, we use what do we use? Maybe if there are customers who are not really informed about um, the tailoring or don't know what bespoke tailoring is about, or or uh, uh, the the handmade the handwork we put in it, the hours we put in it, uh, like a buttonhole we sew. It's it's twenty twenty thirty minutes to, to to sew the buttonhole. So we we show it on on or the iPad or the the maybe the the iPhone. We we show videos of our laboratory while um, our people are working on some jackets, like mm. like the cutting of the suit. So there is a really big difference today. Because you can buy a lot of suits everywhere. You have the made-to-measure, you have uh, you have the ready-to-wear, made-to-measure, and you have the bespoke tailoring. That are the three most common um, suits that you can buy. So the people, a lot of people are confused. So you have mm-hmm. to educate them and show them how the suit is made by us mm-hmm. or, or by another one or, or by whoever uh, but mm-hmm. we show how that we make our suit and and what that the difference is between our suits and maybe uh, i don't know a made to measure suit or or a ready to wear suit and then we, we tell them the exactly information what the difference are and and the technology helps us with the videos that's and, and maybe also recording some videos and and sending mm-hmm. them out on the on the social media yeah, it gives, it gives yeah. a visualization yes on the product yes so, yeah. important that 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 the people can see that this is real that this is not uh maybe a big factory where 300 people are working but these are humans um uh, there's our artisans these are artists like i, I call them uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's what i would like to show that it's real because um, there are a lot of stuff in, in on, on all the web that are not real but but we would like to show the real thing yeah, the authenticity. Yeah, the authenticity, exactly. So you, you mentioned about pity. Um, yeah. I know what pity is, but for listeners out there that don't know what pity is, mm-hmm. um, what could one expect from going there? We go there, um, first of all, because you can see it like the World Cup or the Champions League of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like yeah, and and there all the, the the champions will be there, like all the colleagues, all the all the big names, like Brunello Cucinelli. Uh, you you will see all the all the names they are there at PT. Um, mm-hmm. What we are doing, so everybody has his reasons to go. Uh, the interesting stuff is that there is also a lot of meetings about sartorial. Mm-hmm. Are you being invited? Mm-hmm. Maybe for someone it can it can be a little bit um, how do I call it? Uh, it's not interesting because it's it's monotone the the sartorial event, but it's it's mm-hmm. with the Q and A. It's is the uh, the problematics maybe that they will be explained in the luxury segment and and it's mm-hmm. really interesting if if you're passionate about it and if you're in the business. Before it was an exposure place. It was a, a big exposure place like um, uh, it had a built some bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me say in the 2000, in, in the earlier years, like uh, 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, maybe. Then in 15, it began to change because there is a lot of peacock being there then. And, and the pity mm-hmm. was not as more 
substantious with quality at that time. But I mm -hmm. think in the last two editions, there the quality is is coming back, and and there are less less peacocks. And I think it's getting back to the essentials of dressing well and going there to mm -hmm. the fair for the people who has to be there. And I think that that's very important. Mm -hmm. So what I gather is basically if you're in the sartorial business, if you're in the fashion, men's fashion yes. business, should I say, it's a place where you network and build buzz about your brand. Is that right? I, I wouldn't call it networking. Networking, uh, you, you don't have to find customers on the PT because it's more um, like like a meeting with colleagues and, and talking up with colleagues, chatting chatting with them. Um, talking about the businesses and and it's it's like a meeting twice a year. You see you see each other twice a year, and and for all those years, it's it's a little bit like growing up together also. And and okay. now there is a big new generation coming, um, and that's really positive. So that's good because a PT is is from several years that that it's PT, and and of course there has to be a lot of young people who start business who do new things. So. And that you see that there is new nice generation coming up on the, on the PT, uh, but I wouldn't call it net networking. Maybe networking for, yeah, if you're in the beginning of opening a shop or something, yeah, then then you can use it for networking. So um, I wanted to take you back to when did you first think, aha, uh -huh, yes, this is something I want to run with. This is something I want to start. Okay, as yeah. in your business. That's a, that's a really good question. Now, um, when we started, um, we we went to PT, of course, um, to PT mm -hmm. Um But when we started, uh, when I started. It mm -hmm. was it was like uh, a passion that I had already before, but mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue that that I could make my yeah, my daily job because it's not mm -hmm. working for me. For me, it's a passion. So for me, every day is not that I'm going to work. I'm going to do what I like to do, and that's that was very mm -hmm. important for me. So mm -hmm. uh, we started it in in uh, in really really uh, making suits for uh, for myself making suits for someone who asked me to make a suit um, someone who's getting married and would you make a suit for me and and so like that it, it went for one two years and then mm -hmm. we we made a, a plan like a man mm -hmm. on a mission we made a plan we say well, uh, without making any publicity without doing um, anything we we maybe can make the job out uh, a real job out of it and and uh, make this uh, our living and so mm -hmm. uh, we started it after after two years that that people keep kept asking yeah, i need a suit can you help me with it i need a suit can you help me and then we started it um, purely with the passion we've had of course because we didn't think or thought about the money at uh, that moment yeah, you just ran. Yeah, with we it. we just ran with it because we like doing it. So, uh, wow, amazing! Yeah. So, can you explain to the listeners who will be entrepreneurs and business yes. people on why it's important for you to wear a suit in this generation? I think no, I'm I'm sure of it. Uh, it's not that I think it. I'm sure of it that wearing a suit will bring you always more uh, on on another level. And let me explain. It's it's not a level level of superficiality or, or how that I can maybe um, 
uh, explain it. It's it's on a positive way. Mm. If you're going for an interview, for a job interview, if you're going in a tracksuit, with all the respect for the people who wear tracksuits, uh, I, wear, I wear them also for to go, in, for, to, go <laughs> to the gym. But if, yeah. if someone comes here and, and he wants to work with me and, and he presents himself in a tracksuit, yeah. the first impression will be difficult that I say, mm, that's something who is really interested in the sartorial and, and the bespoke uh, tailoring. Because if someone is interesting in this business, for example, he doesn't come with a mm-hmm. tracksuit because he wants to let him see with his best suit on. Exactly. And if mm-hmm. you wear the suit that 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 you can wear really well, that that has a good a good fit, a good cut, uh, that the suit you you're worth, I don't know how much in dollars, but you're worth a lot of of, of self confidence. You will be you mm-hmm. will be respected, and and um, they will look at you differently also because they gi- they will give you. Uh, the trust, like like maybe I don't know, a lady gives you a compliment. Oh, you're wearing really a nice suit, and and if the lady says that, that, that gives you a, a, a nice yes, yes, that gives yeah. you a boost also. Mm. So, mm. and it's also a form of respect. If you go to the maybe you go for a dinner to the restaurants or or somewhere else. It's a form of respect of wearing also a jacket, a blazer, um, a shirt, um, a suit. I'm preferring to wear a suit if I go to the restaurants. I'm, I'm, I'm not wearing any jeans or, or other stuff. So if we do mm-hmm. that, if, if we remember that and the new generation is coming, because I think the new generation um, is willing to dress well and is really curious about these things, I think mm-hmm. we are getting back to uh, a nicer view in the streets and in the restaurants mm-hmm. and everywhere we're, we're going to come because there will be a, uh, a dress code again. What tips do you have for listeners that they can take away from this conversation? I think a really good tip is buy less, but buy good, mm-hmm. buy good quality. Um, don't buy too much stuff. Buy the things you you really want, but buy quality uh, you can afford. That's because that's different for everybody. So if if um, uh, not buying ten suits, but with the amount of buying the ten suits ready to wear, try to buy maybe uh, made to measure or or. Uh, um, Let's say if you can afford it to bespoke, eh, but don't buy 10, buy one, buy two, buy three, buy every season two, buy every season one. And like that, you will build your wardrobe in timeless suits. With with your expertise, what would be the one thing you can't cheap out on? You have to spend well um, on a blue suit, a navy blue suit. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's the basic of all. Mm-hmm. Yes, the shirts. Obviously, you have to wear good shirts. It, but it's 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 difficult because you have you have a good suit and a bad shirt. Then, mm-hmm. then then it's it's out of balance. So your your suit should be good. Your your shirt should be good. Your your tie and your tie knot should be good. Um, that are and your shoes should be good, real good. Because if one of them doesn't fit aesthetically, then you can have the best suit in the world, the best shirt in the world, but it doesn't see and fit right. You um, have to have the proportion between everything. That's very important. Be- between the whole 
the, the, the suit, the, the shoes, the, maybe the, a belt, the pocket square. So the balance has to be proportionate aesthetically. Amazing. Taking it back, I know that your heritage is yes, Italian, yes, right? Exactly. So with the current pandemic that's yeah. going on, um, what are your thoughts going on there? I know maybe you have family. Yeah, my there family, and... uh, my wife's family also. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really tragic. I hope we can mm-hmm. get out of it as soon as possible, also there, because um, otherwise we can make our suits also. So because exactly, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. that's that's really a tragedy. What's what's happening there? Um, I will be, and I'm optimistic. So I hope that we will gonna have a, um, maybe a soft start at the beginning of April. That will be not next week, but the week after it. That we. Uh, maybe with with baby steps we can reopen yeah my heart goes out thank you where can they find you online Online, you can find me on on pmeleganzamilanese.com that is where it all all started with pmeleganzamilanese our suits have the name massimo pirone but in the beginning it started with the brand pmeleganzamilanese that was in the beginning, mm-hmm. but they can find us under that website, uh, Eleganza Milanese, mm-hmm. and they will find us. It's been a pleasure having you. No, thank Peroni. you very much for uh, for this nice interview. I hope Italy gets yes. very well very soon. I hope, I hope also. We will keep strong and healthy, of course. Ciao. Take care. This has been the Business Powwow with Quincy Dash. For more episodes, head to Spotify or search the Business Powwow on Apple Podcasts.